two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Women's Sports Matter podcast. My name is Gianna Belcastro, and I am your host. Today is the last episode of season three. Just kidding. It's not. I'm a liar. I apologize for lying to everyone that listens to the show, and I wish that I could lie to myself a little bit more because I really wanted a break. I wanted a break so bad, but I can't win. I cannot win, but don't worry. It is for a good reason. I am taking a nice little trip to Kansas City, Missouri next year um, for a really cool reason, actually. I am going to be at Podcast Row for the United Soccer Coaches Convention uh, in January 2022. Whoop. I get to go to Kansas City when it's really cold out. So that's really nice. But um, I would like to thank the United Soccer Coaches for inviting me to be on Podcast Row. I really appreciate it. It's my first like sports-centered convention that I'm going to for the show. Um, yeah. Woo! That is... I'm really glad that I get to say that because I'm super excited about the opportunity to be able to talk about women's sports and women's soccer and to meet some great people within the soccer world. But today is not about this, okay? Today we're talking about the NWSL, uh, the final, the drama, our um, expansion draft guesses. And today I am joined by my friend from Twitter, who I got to meet in person at the Chicago Red Stars and Gotham FC game. Would you like to introduce yourself? That game was pain. Um, but <laughs> hey, guys, I'm Michaela. Um, I have a, my own podcast called Mickey Mike's Up. Uh, it's on Spotify and Apple. And um, yeah, I'm a Gotham fan. That's why the Chicago Gotham game was not great for me, but great for me. Good for you guys. I don't know what else is there to say. I mean, something pretty cool happened today if you want to tell the oh, that are listening. Yeah. Next um, next season with Gotham FC, I'm going to be working with Soccer Over Gotham, which is a Gotham podcast, and I'm going to be helping with their media coverage and doing a podcast with um, players and all that kind of stuff and helping to make a professional coverage site for Gotham players because they deserve the best. And so I'm really excited about that. I guess, I guess they deserve, you know. I mean, NWSL players at a whole, we'll just say that because I'm not yeah. going to say anything about Gotham because uh, y'all stole uh, Scott Parkinson away from Chicago, but that's just, <laughs> that's, that's okay, you know? He's, um, he's great. He, he is awesome. I honestly, I got to reach out to him to get him back on the show because he's just, he is so awesome to talk to. But um, a fun fact of the day, nine out of 10 coaches, um, from this season I don't know gone. If that's a fun fact gone. The fun fact of the day um no terrible fact of the day nine out of ten coaches are gone the only coach left is Houston I believe and yeah. the longest tenured coach or second longest tenured coach um is Casey Stoney in San Diego which is like my yeah, I know it doesn't make sense <laughs> doesn't make sense at all I think um, that that's so weird because like Laura Harvey was like a coach for a long time but yeah. I guess it just means like consistent with the team that they're at yeah. but like I think that the longest coach in the league is 
got to be Laura Harvey, but yeah, but we're t- just talking about you know like how long they've been there for. I guess yeah. from start to finish. I, I, it's so. It's <sighs> yeah. <laughs> no um, words. Last night, you know. I thought I was going to go to bed just like after scrolling through Twitter and be like, oh, this is stuff that's happening before I go to sleep. And then it's like, oh, Rory Danes is resigning. Like, okay. As a Chicago fan um, and just being like around people that were also Chicago fans, like we respected Rory, not anymore, obviously, but we thought he was a really good coach. Um, And to read, all this stuff from the Washington Post about his behavior is just yeah disgusting. It's 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 like what's happening in the in the entire league. It doesn't make any sense. Why is this happening? Why are men weird? Like I think that the most frustrating part is that like you read all these stories and like all of them are the same. It's like they all all these coaches have been abusing their power and very similar ways going about it very similar ways and the fact that there's been so many reports about it and it's just ignored and that like these men were able to keep coaching for so long I think that's that's the most frustrating part of it all I don't understand how like a a league can let this happen you know and especially that it affects almost every single coach like 95 percent of the coaches you know in this league is just I I have no words. The fact that things are reported to U.S. soccer and it's still ignored. Yeah. If the league's not going to do anything about it. And safe sport. Yeah. Like is involved too. And it's just like big red flag. Yeah. It's, it's really like as an NWSL fan and like someone who wants to work in the league one day, it's like really, really disheartening to see because I feel so bad for the players and it's like, it's not a safe place for them and it needs to be. And it's like, as a fan, like, what can we do to help? But like, at the end of the day, there's not much we can do to help because we're finding out about this stuff, like when it's already been a thing for like, like Kristen reported in like 2014, like, I don't even think I was watching soccer at that point. So like, how am I supposed to do anything to help? I think that that's really frustrating. I think just as a fan, and I also want to work in the league someday, I think you know, especially we do have some sort of platform. We do have a decent following on, on social media, yeah. just talking about it constantly and making sure that people don't forget about all these different things that are happening. Um, if we let people forget then it's just going to happen again. So yeah. we need to, you know, make yeah. it known that we are watching what's happening as well. Um, and we will not For just sure. sit back. Yeah. I definitely think everyone happen. needs to keep like sharing Kaya's story and Mana and Shanae's story like like don't let things just be like okay that's done and over with now we have this next thing like no everyone needs to keep amplifying their voices and whatever the players say kind of goes at this point I feel like yeah it's a it's a tough situation especially for the players and the people I really feel for the locals that are on the Red Stars team that have been around and have been, you know, maybe playing under him when when they were little um, yeah. in the soccer club that he owns. It's just. Yeah, like the people who played for him at Eclipse and he brings them up because he only drafts Eclipse girls. Yeah. So like there's all obviously a lot of history there. And so I really just hope that like this offseason players are going to be able to obviously take time to like 
rest and recover and all that kind of stuff like physically but also just like get the time that they need away from soccer and everything that's going on because I can't even imagine how they're still going and doing all these things right now like I would I would be a mess yeah I (laughs) I would just be like nope I'm not I'm not doing anything. I'm going to lay in bed all day. Like the Washington spirit are postponing their parade until the beginning of next season. So the players have a break yeah, um, and can just relax and not think about soccer uh, for a little bit. So I well can't wait to see what that parade looks like. Um, yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. <laughs> it'll be interesting. I really wanted a parade here, but that's okay. I was I was disappointed when they lost. I when Rachel a, when Rachel it was a Hill tough scored, match. It it was tough. Um, I really wanted to be there. I was so jealous to see all my social media friends living it up <laughs> in Louisville when I'm sitting at home. Like I have to go to work in ten hours. You know, it's just if it makes you feel any better. I was sitting in my dorm room thinking I'm doing nothing for the next seven hours. I could be there, but I wouldn't have made it back to Columbus for my flight. So didn't work out. But one day I was going to say maybe next year for me, but I'll be moving to wherever, you know, and it's probably not going to be in a place where there's going to be a NWSL final. So yeah. that, I'll just have to wait until I work somewhere where I can <laughs> write about it or work for a team that's, you know in the actual championship (sighs) yeah I think that if Gotham's in it next year I'll find a way to be there no matter where it is (laughs) sure yeah like they're gonna be in there next year you keep thinking that Mickey go ahead okay because Chicago's made it to what three finals in a row and lost every single one of them and we can blame Rory okay I made an episode I forgot which show I was on I was on Bryant and me and one of the questions was about uh, someone sent in a question about, you know, the Red Stars making all these playoffs, but they haven't won. Like, should Rory Dames go? And Thomas and I were kind of saying the same thing along the lines of, well, I was saying that, you know, they need to win one or else he needs to go. Thomas was kind of like, mm, Rory should have been nominated for coach of the year, all that kind of stuff. But now it's like, mm. We rescind everything we said. <laughs> I mean, I've I said that he should go if they don't win, but now it's very clear that you know he shouldn't he have been able to resign in the first place. You know, yeah. that's also another thing where it's like mm, this is like Washington. Yeah, it was again. definitely a it was a weird situation with that because I it said he resigned and then like the press release went out at like one like one a.m. Eastern time. So I'm like, did yeah. someone press the wrong timestamp? Like, did like. I think it's just been a very, very weird day. And I can't even begin to imagine what the Chicago players are going through. Like just lost the final. And now all this stuff is like being shared. Like, and I, I feel for Connor too, because I know he's got, you know, social media stuff and a yeah. lot of people are tagging the red stars. No, I, someone um, tweeted like, don't tag the team. And I was like, yeah, like admin has nothing to do with this. Have. Leave, leave him alone. Please leave Connor alone. <laughs> He's been through enough. Okay. Yeah. So that's one of my least favorite things when everyone tags the team. I'm like, the person running social media has nothing to do with business decisions or coaching or like they're literally just there snapping pictures and posting content. Like, yeah, please, please leave Connor alone. Okay. If you don't get anything else out of this episode, like it's just the one thing, just just leave the Red Stars social alone. Don't, yeah. don't say anything to them. Don't tag them. You can write what you want. 
you can use a hashtag instead of the at symbol. Do that instead. That's yeah. a great advice. From or just me. like put the at and then put a space and then type yeah the team user too. if if you really want to like write it all out. Really need yes. to get like the rage out. Yes. Trust college students to fix all your problems. Okay, we are exactly. We, we know are what great. we're doing. <laughs> um. So you know, playoffs this year has been interesting to say the least. I don't think anybody expected Washington. To oh no. Win. <laughs> Probably not. Especially what they've been through collectively. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. thought Chicago was going to win going into the final. But I mean, I thought they were going to win too. But you know, <laughs> whatever. I really thought it was going to, like, obviously I put Gotham there, like, before semifinals mm-hmm. and everything like that, but I really thought it was going to end up, like, Gotham rain, or, like, I I really, really thought the rain was going to be in there, and yeah. for them to not be was very shocking, in my opinion. <laughs> I had it being Chicago and OL, um, and I thought OL was going to win the whole damn thing. That's yeah. What I said, I, like, everywhere. It's just, okay. I think everyone thought that they were going to, like, be in the final and win the thing so it's kind of crazy that they just weren't able to do it i was like it's their it's their um playoffs to lose in terms of ol and and how many awesome people are on that team it was kind of hard to understand why they lost but you know people people won't always you know do what's expected so washington is definitely the definition of a unexpected to say the least <laughs> yeah Oof. i think I, the unexpected thing would be that goal by kelly o'hara <laughs> no i just literally like anybody except her like yeah like where like where yeah. why i don't know no i i lost it <laughs> When that happened, I said a very loud f bomb. I think I just um, looked at my screen and was like, "Did that just happen? Like, no way that that happened." But then I was like, "Yep, it's over. It's over she, now." Yeah, Chicago made a good like final push in those last few minutes, and I thought that they might have been able to tie it up, but it just wasn't in the cards for them. I think it all went downhill when Di Bernardo got hurt. That's so where the 10th minute. Yeah. All went downhill in the 10th ten, minute. Yeah. I think that she is definitely like their leader through and through. Yeah. And so to see her like not only get hurt, but like the way she walked off the field, like you can tell that it was just yeah. not. I felt so bad for her. And then, you know, Mal Pugh and then. Yeah. And the whole team is just. Just injury apart. FC, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I think one thing that a lot of people noticed was that Davidson gave up the penalty like she did in the Olympics. And I was like, yeah, I was God like, damn it. I was like, bestie Tierna, you didn't need to do that. I was like, <laughs> girl, Andy Sullivan. I was like, girl, you are winning. And honestly, that penalty from Andy was like, not her best. Like, yeah. it was very like, in my opinion, it was like pretty weak. Like I didn't think it was going in and like if Cassie had dove like a second earlier like I she would have saved it yeah Cassie Miller was very close to saving that um it was very unfortunate when you know the ball went in I usually root for Andy Sullivan um for whatever (laughs) 
But like that yeah. day was the only day. Maybe there's more in the future where I was not rooting for her. <laughs> um, and I hope she understands, you know, it's nothing personal. I'm sure she, I'm sure she gets it. <sighs> but like I I am an Andy Sullivan stan. Um, so if people didn't know that here, I mean, if you don't follow on social, then what's wrong with you? But if you didn't know that on here, you know, I support Andy Sullivan. Yeah, no, Andy Sullivan is, she's amazing. And I think that she like only has the potential to keep getting better. And like, sometimes I forget that she's only like 25. Yeah. Like her and Paige Monahan are two people I forget are as young as they are because in my head, Paige is like, significantly older than she is but she's literally only been playing like in the league for like two three seasons and like one of those seasons was the COVID year so like (laughs) it's crazy I think that so many of these players have so much potential and it's so exciting to see you forget how young people are sometimes like Trinity Rodman is my age yeah (laughs) she was drinking like apple juice in the locker room after they won it's like when Sophia Smith um, was drinking out of a drinking like Pedialyte after <laughs> the Thorns won whatever Pedialyte. thing they won this year. Yeah, she was holding a bottle of Pedialyte. Okay, that's not I think it was after the expect. I think it was after the Challenge Cup. Okay, it's not something like oh I'm gonna celebrate. What are you gonna drink? Pedialyte. Pedialyte. I'm gonna yeah. have some Pedialyte because it tastes good. I've never had Pedialyte. I think I Pedialyte know. is solid. As long as you get the right flavor. <laughs> okay. I'm going to stick with my Gatorade for now. That's good, too. But, yeah. Okay. Um, Overall thoughts on this season. Okay. If you could, if you could describe the season in a sentence. <laughs> in one sentence. You don't, yeah, just one sentence. What would you say? What the fuck? <laughs> that's i'm sorry (laughs) that's okay that's that's all that can come to mind that's okay Um, i think that this nwsl season like game wise was really good i think it was really evenly matched and it was exciting to see a lot of teams closer and not like the same two teams leading the pack like we were so used to seeing and like the table moved around a lot which i think was great otherwise i think that it was very very um difficult to want to keep supporting not the players but the league just mm-hmm. because of everything going on and the lack of like protection for the players and the lack of like care I think that it made it really really difficult to want to keep supporting certain things but I obviously will always continue to support the players and so I think that there's a lot that needs to be done but overall I think that the season was like a plus game game wise f for everything else yeah support the players um first yeah i think that that is literally the most important thing because player safety which i don't think was a thing this weekend but you know yeah well this weekend was a little reckless yeah just a little bit you know just a little bit reckless um for me if i could describe this season in a sentence I feel like I would say the same thing as you, but I, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to switch it up here so I don't, you know, copy you basically. Um Let's see. I think this NWL NWSL season was a big old dumpster fire. That's a good one. Yeah. 
Um, it's like that picture with the what is it like a dog, and it's got like the the fire in the room, and he's yeah. sitting there like this is fine, you know. That's that's the season and in one picture. Yeah. Um, you know, games were great. Shit that was happening everywhere else, not so much. No, definitely not. Um, and I've talked about this a lot on my show, and I've been on other shows to talk about. It. I'm sure you've talked about it a lot too. You know, there's only so much you can say before you start repeating yourself. Yeah. It was just a mess. Yeah. A big, there old, was, big old mess. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. And yeah. not even just like, obviously for the whole league, but also just like club wise. Like, I obviously I love Gotham, but like, there's obviously a lot of issues that need to be worked out. Like all the stuff that happened with Elise and Freya. And yeah, which I feel like people also forgot about. I yeah. still the least thing you know? was so weird and we've heard nothing since then and yeah. she hasn't been on any social media i it's uh-huh. very weird very weird situation and i'm waiting for the day we find out more about that which will probably be never but you know she probably has a burner account you never know <laughs> gotta give it up to the nws one of the things though that i think is super important is that Obviously, we want transparency and we want to know what's going on. But as fans, like we can't know everything. Mm-hmm. And there's a process of things that go on like before it can be put out. And so like the other day, Angel City got fined for the whole alley long thing. I don't know if yeah. you've if you've talked about that, but I haven't yet. But at Angel City tried to poach alley long whole thing um, and they got fined and all a bunch of the quotes were like, so you can find them for this, but not deal with the racism in the league. And I'm like, but they're, they can do both. And I think that it's hard because we're not seeing a lot being yeah. done with certain things like the abuse of coaches and all these things in the league, but there's not like laid out protocols for stuff like that, as opposed to like being laid out protocols for one to find teams for certain things. And so I think it's really tricky to like, look at things sometimes, because obviously we want things to be dealt with right away, but a lot of these things can't be dealt with right away. And it's super frustrating, but I think that fans kind of need to understand that and not attack admins. Again, I'm just going to really push that. The NWSL admin, he he does not deal with any of that stuff. He just presses send on the tweets. (laughs) That's all he does. Okay, so everyone calm down, okay? (laughs) Be quiet for once. I know it's not possible with all the stuff happening on Woso Twitter, but you know. Yeah, I mean, express your rage, but I think that sometimes we we want answers that aren't available yet, and it can be really difficult because obviously I want to know everything that's going on. I want to know that all the players are being protected and that things are being done, but we can't like know everything right away, and it's just how it is. <laughs> yeah, there's an active investigation going on, which is led by Sally Yates, um, so, you know, we can trust her. She's good. Okay. So everyone just to chill out for a little bit. It's time to, you know, get away from soccer, at least on, in the NWSL. You know, there's still stuff going on across the pond. But, you know, everyone just take a breather. Meditate. I won't meditate because it gives me anxiety. But, like, everyone else go meditate. You know? Yeah. I don't meditate. It's a thing. It's okay. I'm really weird. I th- I mean, it, everyone has their own thing, but I like just... to um I play FIFA. Okay, that's that's an interesting way to relax. 
And it's, I still end up yelling anyway, but you know, it's. (laughs) Sometimes it's good to yell. Yeah. All the time. I get to yell at everybody. Um, uh, at my sister because she doesn't know she doesn't like women's sports so if i'm trying to watch something like during the wnba playoffs uh, i was watching a sky game and she kicked me off the couch and the tv so she could watch gray's anatomy and i was like okay and was then it a live it episode of, was it a live episode of gray's anatomy like a new one or was it like i think so I mean, because it might have been the start of the new Grey season, and I can't... Get, well, like, we have them. Hulu, so she can watch it the next day, and it's on demand. Like, I don't understand. I mean, I, I get both sides of things. I do, because I I, I, I... I mean, obviously, I support watching the WNBA, but, like, then if you if you miss Grey's, there's so many things that could get spoiled, and then you have to... You can't watch it. You'll, you can't go on Twitter... It's a tricky situation. I'm changing the topic of conversation because I don't agree with you. Okay. <laughs> um, we have a lot of stuff happening before the expansion draft, which is like very certain, you know, explicit dates where you can do stuff and then you yeah. can't do stuff, which is a terrible way to describe what I'm trying to talk about. Um, if I can find this real quick, that'd be awesome. Unless you have it. The expansion uh, draft rules? Like, no, the dates for stuff. I think oh, that they have to have um, everything in by December 12th, 10th. I see all these. I have Twitter pulled up on my computer here, and there's all these tweets about, you know, the main NWSL owner trying to get him out. Um, that's yeah, a new so- thing. Okay, so the expansion draft is going to be Thursday, December 16th. And before that, player, the teams have to submit their list of protected and unprotected players by Friday, December 10th. And so um, each team is allowed to protect a total of nine players, which is one U.S. allocated player. And then all the other allocated players have to be unprotected no matter what. Um, then it gets... There's like some other rules about like uh, teams are required to tell the league which players they're protecting and stuff. Um, and like who is unavailable to be on the list by January 1st because of injuries, retirement, like all that kind of stuff. Um, and that's like the basics of it. But there's obviously a lot more to it. But that's that great. <laughs> the basics <laughs> great great information oh uh, thank you for finding that i just i saw a tweet a bunch of tweets you know basically calling for arnim to sell the team which is the main the main red stars guy um, yeah which um if people didn't know he's one of the people that helped start the nwsl back in 2012 um so this is all so much fun but before the show started we each wrote down list for our respective teams that we root for of course i have chicago and mickey has gotham 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 um what do you have against gotham scott parkinson <laughs> listen he wanted to be a head coach that's not i know fault. i know okay i hey, know you should be happy for him i am happy for him not right now Okay, I'm very salty, especially what's happening right now. <sighs> okay, 
So if you want to tell the people listening, you know, who you would protect if you were in charge of this list and, you know, give some explanations on why you picked. And if you have honorable mentions, you know, you can say those too. Okay. So I feel like my protection list for Gotham is very similar to what I've seen a lot of other like fans and everyone kind of have. Because obviously Gotham's like strongest point is our defense and Midge. And so obviously Midge would be on the list. I don't think that there's an explanation for that. Just other than somebody would definitely take Midge and that cannot happen because it's Midge. Um, I would also put Kaylin. Again, no other much needed to say for Kaylin. Um, I think that she's obviously one of the best keepers in the league. And I think that she knows what she's like. The team used to kind of look like a mess when she wasn't in goal. And obviously that's kind of changed this season. Um, Didi was really, really good. And so Didi would be an honorable mention. She is not on my list, unfortunately, but um, I think that Didi is going to get picked up and hopefully she'll get to play all the time because she's really good. But I think that Kaylin, Definitely. Um, Caprice, again, I feel like these are like self-explanatory, but Caprice coming off her third ACL standout season defender, like on the best 11 each, I think like every month, except like one or two. So like, obviously she, she's really good at what she does. Um, I said, Midge Imani, um, I just think I love Imani personally. I think that Imani could be interchangeable with um like dd or uh maybe just dd i don't know i think that if you want to save two keepers just to have them um then i could switch her out but i i wouldn't really do that personally um iffy i think that she carried the team for a while this season (laughs) um and obviously like there's 11 players on the field everyone's participating but when we had Carly gone, Evelyn gone, Midge and Paige injured, like she was really carrying that front line. And so she needs to be protected. Also her and Midge, like almost winning the golden boot after Midge being out all season. And if he being injured sometimes too, I think is really important. Estelle, because she's Estelle. Um, I think that all great explanations, you know, just, you know, you know, cause you know, I think that so. I just think that a lot of these are like self-explanatory if you're a Gotham fan. Yeah. And well, for, what if what if people listening but aren't Gotham I fans? I was getting to that. <laughs> I think that even as non-Gotham fans, like if you watch any games where Gotham plays, like it, when Gotham plays against Chicago, I think that you can clearly see that like defense is one of their strongest points. Like the fact that we we didn't like the no- amount of goals scored against like Gotham should have been much higher than it was because there were so many times where like the ball was like literally like a quarter from the line and like Estelle saves it or Kaylin gets it or Cappy or like stuff like that. And so there's some people that I didn't put on the list, like Gina and McCall, because I just don't see anybody taking them. No offense. They're like older, like they're, they're, you know, towards the end of their careers. I don't really see like a new team wanting to take them and build around them because they probably only have a few seasons left, but, and a few is kind of, I don't know. 
a few is like two to three. So I think that that makes sense. But back to my list. So far, I have Kaylin, Caprice, Midge, Imani, and Ify. Um, oh, and Estelle. And then Mandy, I think that I think that I just want Mandy to stay for her outfits. But she's also really good, obviously. Um, she's a really good her and Estelle, like they just work so well together. Um, and so I want Mandy to stay. And then Allie Long. Allie Long is on the list because of what happened with Angel City. I originally wouldn't have put her on the list just because in my head I was like, no one's gonna take her. Like I was like, you know, like she just moved to here to be closer to family in New York. Like my whole thing was she's towards the, I mean, she's what, 32, 33. Like I was like, no one's gonna take her. And then Angel City tried to take her. And so now I'm like, we kind of have to protect her. And then the last spot, this one I was kind of like tossing up between like, do we say Pinto because youth or whatever. But then I was like, you know what? Paige is getting better every time she plays. I love Paige. She's only 25. You're going to pick your team for favorite, your favorite player. Yeah. To be the last spot. Okay. Well, she was, I had to save the best for last. Okay. Uh, okay. So I would pick Paige last because I love Paige and I want her to stay at Gotham forever. And she's from New Jersey. So we have to keep it local. Yeah. If you have no idea um, how big of a fan Mickey is, all you have to do is go on her Twitter. <laughs> Listen, I took a bus eight hours to Chicago to watch Paige. So and to, to meet me. Yes, that that's exactly why yeah. I went to Chicago. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, my turn. I have a great list that I feel like a lot of people are just gonna not agree with, but this is just how I feel as a fan. Okay. Um so I think it's really important to talk about how just how many um, allocated players there are you guys on Chicago's roster. There's Tierna Davidson, Julie Ertz, Casey Kruger, Alyssa Nair, Mallory Pugh, and then for Canada, Bianca St. George. So that's a lot of U.S. peeps that are on that list. And out of all those people... I think the very clear answer is to keep Davidson. If they don't mm-hmm. keep Davidson, there's something wrong with their heads. Yeah. Okay. I think someone will very quickly take her if she's not protected. And she's, yeah. Isn't she from California? Yeah, so, she's like, from California. She went to Stanford. Um, so, yeah, I could definitely see her getting snatched up if no one, very if they don't protect her. But I could see them protecting now. I'm just going to go hide in my sweatshirt, really. I'm just saying, you guys have, like, two goal scorers, so. Continue. Well, I think it's very clear to keep Davidson. Um, Mal Pugh, like, maybe people won't take her because she's not vaccinated? I don't know. (laughs) Everyone, anyone ever think about that? I mean, they're going to California, you know. California is very like liberal. They got a lot of vaccination requirements going on there. Same with New York. Um, I know Illinois is trying to do stuff. So that's also a thing to consider possibly. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we don't know, but we know. Maybe she, maybe she would get the silly little shot to go to LA yeah. and play with Kristen. So who knows? I mean, it's not really out there, but it is. So yeah. like, just, just do your thing and get the jab. Okay. Like I, like I always say at the end of my show, but, um, 
I don't have like actual reason. I'm just going to say all these and then, yeah, because I'm not very good at explaining things. I mean, I'm not great at explaining things either. I just said Estelle because Estelle, so. Yeah, I don't want to make that same mistake. So I'm just going to read. <laughs> I'm just going to Listen, it's, val- it's a valid reason. For you. For everyone. Okay, not for me. So I have Watt, Bernardo, Gordon, Morgan Ryan, uh, Woldmo, Miller, Hill, and Malazzo, which I think it, this is a pretty decent list. I think it's good. Um, I can't wait to see what people say about my freaking list. Uh, I think, obviously, you know, they have other decent people on here, but, you know, it's just, like, some of them are older, you know? But it's not like they're going to be taken anyway. You just want to protect all your good peeps. Yeah. Like I think that we have to think, you have to, like, look at it, though, is, like, only two people are going to be, like, taken. Yeah. Like, one to each team. And so, like, you're protecting nine, but, like, the likelihood of, like, the unprotected players being taken is kind of small in, like, the grand scheme of things. Like, who's going to take uh, Alyssa Motz, for example? Like, I don't, you don't, see, I don't see it. Yeah. It's not. Alyssa Motz, Alyssa Nair, like, I don't really see anybody, yeah. like, trying to take them. I, obviously, if Sarah Gordon was left unprotected, unprotected which if she is like that she's fucking stupid yeah but you know she would be taken for sure right away yeah um like i think that one of the biggest things is you guys not being able to protect casey i think that that oh yeah we're gonna be so screwed over like that is very rough for you guys because i think that she could be taken so casey krueger is from where I'm at right now she went to my rival high school and so like she's another local kid that'd be very upsetting if you know got another Naperville person just leaving yeah I mean I I hope not but I think that like obviously she's a really good defender and if you're trying probably gonna go to San Diego link up with uh, Abby Dahlkemper if you're trying to build like a solid like back line with like a mix of like experience and youth like I could see her Especially if, like, someone can't take Davidson because you guys protect her. It'll be interesting. Kruger, Kruger to San Diego confirmed. Here on the Women's Sports Matter podcast. Definitely not confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't be spreading that information. Um, yeah, no one listens to this show. No, I'm kidding. Uh, people listen sometimes. Like, I, so the younger folks on here, like, Ella Stevens and Sarah Lubert, like, I don't. I don't think they'll be taken, but someone like Emily Boyd, possibly. I can see that. Um, She's still, isn't she still recovering from like an ACL injury or something? Well, is she, she's getting better, I think. So I think by the time they would play, she would be good to go. I think it's just a risk for like teams to pick someone that hasn't played in so long. Cause then you're kind of banking on her, like recovering well and being ready to play and, I think it's possible that um, I think Alyssa Nair could be uh, taken during the draft. I think it's very possible. I just think that there's other keepers in the league that I are know, like, yeah, like Abby, Smith, like Abby Smith, like she got traded to yeah. Portland and hasn't been playing. And so I feel like that might've been like a transitional move mm-hmm. for her to get to LA or San Diego. I think Dee. 
we'll see. It'll be interesting. Um, let's see here. I think an honorable mention for me would be Katie Johnson. But I think also she's one that could be taken in the draft. I wouldn't be surprised if she was taken. And then there's a bunch of other people. Like, honestly, the rest of this roster is just local people. Yeah. Which is like, how in the world did we get this many Illinois people? Because Rory only picks the Clips girls. <laughs> Come on, we already went over this. Even, even um, so last year's draft, there was a girl that was drafted from Naperville. Um, and I think played at Eclipse. And I forgot was it which that blonde girl. She went to. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember if she went to my high school or if it was like one of the ones over here. But it was like, and I asked my cousin if she knew who that was. And she's like, yeah, my sister played with her and whatever, like a long time ago. I was like, oh, all these, all these local people. Not, I'm, not that I'm against it, you know, like yeah. in terms of WNBA with the Chicago sky, like love the hometown representation, but this is a little much. Yeah. <laughs> now that a I think lot about of it. the Chicago players are from Chicago. Yeah. I mean, we had a decent ros- roster here. So, all right. Uh, some young people are going to be taken. I think yeah. that's, that's. I think definitely protecting Tatum is like she had such a good game the other day. Yeah. She's only going to get better. So, I think that's definitely a good investment. And I mean, she's been filling in for Casey. So, on the off chance that Casey does get taken, like, you know, you kind of have a solid backup. Yeah. Well, that's all on the expansion, dra- expansion draft. Um, I get to keep this list for when I go on Bryant and me. I'm going to keep the list the same. I don't feel like changing it. Okay. Um, I, I'm kind of locked in on this list. Now, what I don't want to see with the expansion draft this year is like a Tobin and Kristen situation. And, and especially with like Australian players too, just not wanting to be in Louisville. Like, no, don't I just picks. Yeah, that was so like stupid from Louisville. Like in some aspects and but in like other aspects, like I kind of like props to them because they got their money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> but like they still have Tobin's rights. Like, like what? I will forever be salty that Portland just like gave her away yeah. like that because Louisville was originally gonna pick AD, like literally like up until like an hour before, not even an Seriously? hour before, like yeah, up until like very shortly before the draft they were going to pick ad and like ad knew and then suddenly like they switched up and they picked tobin and then portland gave her such like a poor like send-off kind of thing like thanks for all your time like she got one tweet and i'm like girly did every like so much she was the face of your organization and it was very upsetting as a tobin fan to see all of that it's just these players I think that the players deserve so much better and like having the autonomy to like actually be able to like, not like that they could like wake up one morning and be like, I don't want to play here anymore. I want to go here. Like, but have some say, like if they're going to get traded, get more of a heads up or, you know, if they do decide that they don't want to play somewhere, be like, Hey, these are the two teams I'd like to go to instead of being like, okay, here's where we can get the most money for you. I think that players definitely need a lot more control and where they can play. Like free agency, yeah, being a thing. Um, I don't understand why it's not a thing, 
but that's more of like a CBA type thing that they have to figure out. They're working that out right now, (laughs) which they are working out right now. And I hope, you know, we get to find out about that soon because free agency. The league would just flip upside down if that was a thing. For sure. I want to see it so badly. (laughs) I need it. I want to see where all these people would go. Um, Yeah. Let's see. What else is important to talk about in the world of NWSL? Is there something important we're forgetting about? I don't know. I mean, there's like the college draft, but like, I don't Who cares know. About college draft? I don't know any college players. Okay. No, I mean, I follow the college, like the, who they think is going to go number one. I think number one is going to be Jalen Howell or Naomi Gurma. Oh yeah. Jalen Howell. I know about Jalen Howell. Yeah. Um, but I don't Who know. Who has think... the number one draft pick? Oh, um, that is a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Are you going to look or do you want me to look? I can look real quick. Okay. We are actively looking. (laughs) We're not just being quiet just because Uh, the episode is over. End of a cell draft. Let's see here. What are we going to find out? Because this can change everything. Probably it probably won't. But you know, just just to say stuff, it's gonna change everything. Um, I think it's gonna turn upside down. Let's see here. This could be very interesting. Why is it like nowhere who has the nowhere? Is it like Kansas City or something? I feel like it's or Louisville. I feel like it's like one of those teams or like LA. And WSO. Like I feel like it might be Angel City. 2022 draft. Let's see here. Will it be on this website that I'm looking at? I mean no, it won't Wikipedia. I don't know how reliable it is, but it says that Angel City traded their first round pick to racing louisville when they got when angel oh that's right i forgot about that yeah okay so louisville has the first pick that if they draft howell that is going to be a good pick for them i think that they're going to screw it up and draft someone like not like not good (laughs) or they're going to trade it away classic louisville yeah classic louisville trying to trying to just mess with everyone's minds you know because they they can't do the right thing no, no. But I think well, that's a, think that's about it. I do want to ask your opinion on something. So since the finals this year for the NWSL was held at a um, neutral location, do you think that this should be the way going forward? Yes. Even like going to places that aren't NWSL markets per se. Um, I think that it should be held at a neutral location. I don't know about, I think that if it's a non NWSL market, I think that it has to be a place that like wants a team. So like if they had it in like Cincinnati or Columbus, like something like that, cause I know that like there's like, Austin. yeah, like I know that there's campaigns to get teams there, but I think that having it at a neutral ground is, I think it's a better way to go. Obviously people traveled for the game. Like it was packed, like over 10,000 fans there and so I think that 
I think that people are willing to go places. And I think that if it keeps getting held in Portland or like the same places over and over again, it's going to get boring. And it's also not fair if you're holding it at a place where one team has a home field advantage. I, I don't know. I feel like it makes it more official if it's at somewhere where someone doesn't have the benefit of knowing that three fourths of the stadium is their fans. Yeah. It can't be like a, a world series or the NBA championship where, you know, you have a series that you can play to determine the winner and you get to go to both teams, home stadiums. This is different. It's one freaking game. Okay. Winner take all got to play it at a neutral place, especially like if your team is known to have shitty weather, (laughs) you know, or shitty playing conditions like in Portland where you're playing on turf versus Louisville where you have actual grass. Um, That's something to think about. I also, yeah, I definitely think that if you hold it in a place where there's like where people want to have NWSL teams, it'll see how much of a market there is. Like if they go have say next year, the finals at TQL in Cincinnati and Cincinnati packs that place, like, you know, that, there will be the like the people there to support a team and there is the want for teams in places and it's not just a group of people on Twitter saying that they want a team there. It's like a little test run. And it's also kind of what the the US Women's National Team does when they do their tours and they go to they don't have like a set stadium. They go across the country and play all yeah. these games. Um I mean, you know, I would like to see a final in Chicago or in Bridgeview freaking bridge view um but or even like a soldier field kind of thing where i feel like a lot of people would go there even though soldier field is like one of the ugliest places i've ever been in my entire life like that (laughs) stadium my mom likes to call it like a spaceship she says it looks like that um i don't know why they remodeled it This is a terrible idea and then the bears are gonna leave anyway and no one goes to chicago fire games so we have a spaceship in the city of chicago nice yeah, it's, it's really ugly. Um, but at least, you know, these some of these teams aren't playing at college campuses anymore, unlike San Diego's playing at a college campus to start. Yeah, um, that's just while they – I think that they're building their own facilities yeah. and stuff, so. Kansas is building their own thing. Um, Kansas and OL play at baseball stadiums. I know Kansas is moving somewhere for next season, so it's like getting to play at actual, you know, soccer stadiums with – you know, teams own logos on there and everything like that. Hopefully that's something that we see going forward. I don't know how these people play on baseball fields. Like that's just weird. (laughs) It's yeah. I don't understand how they do it. It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense in my mind. Zero sense. Yeah, no, it definitely doesn't make sense. Like the place at um where kansas city played this year is that i forgot it's the kansas city monarch monarchs which is a baseball team which is in the same league as my work so i work for the king county cougars beautiful name for a baseball team but it's like oh i recognize that stadium because i saw my thing uh my work go and play there yeah uh, you know enough talk about baseball it's time to wrap up my segment or makey's because i still have my own thing to record pinky's gotta go because she doesn't want to talk to me anymore that is not 
the case. That I just have to go pick kidding. up my little sister. I'm kidding. Yeah, it's a joke. I like to be very sarcastic on the show. No, I get it. I get it. My I... whole energy. I don't know how people deal with me. But, um, you know, now is your time to plug away because I'm not going to do it at the end of this episode. But, you know, because I I'm very forgetful. But yeah, whatever. The Tell the people whatever. OK, this is um, all for you. You know, plug thanks. Away. Well, it was so nice to talk to you. I'm thanks for having me on. I really appreciate that. Like I said earlier, um, my podcast, Mickey Mike's Up, is on Apple and Spotify podcast. So you can check it out there. Um, you can follow my Instagram, which is at Mickey Mike's Up. Or my Twitter, which is at Mickey underscore Alfano. And yeah, I mean, that's all my plugs. I do all my stuff on Twitter. So I'm usually on there, not Instagram, but very active yeah. on Twitter. Very active 24 7. It's given me internships and new opportunities. So, okay, okay. It looks like I need to be on social media more. I literally <laughs> am on it all the time. Um, but it was nothing, so great to talk to you. Yeah. It's nothing you want to shout out really quick. Tell people to do something or whatever. Just subscribe to your show, you know, and then. Yeah, else. I mean, follow the show, support the end of players. Um, and if you have a team close by and can go to a game, go to games. It's so important. Like, obviously, I know not everyone has the ability to get to games because they're far. But if you can, like, go to them. It's so yes. much fun. That is something and- I repeat on the show. Yeah, a lot. Um, go support your local women's sports team. But, you know, we're going to end this segment in like, let's go to five seconds from now when I'm talking about, you know, what I'm thankful for this year, because that's also something that I'm doing in this episode. OK, time to go to future me, which is like me in 20 minutes. All righty. <laughs> wow. We fast forward to me not 20 minutes from now. Um, Literally me seven seconds later. Just kidding. Okay, so tonight I'm talking about, well, this show comes out at 10 a.m. in the morning. I need to stop saying tonight because I'm going to drag myself up a wall um, because I never know what time of day people listen to the show. So I'm recording it at night or evening. It's 5 o'clock p.m., you know. some Just some great stuff going on here, but I'm talking about what I'm thankful for um, because this is the Thanksgiving week episode. Um, You know, I don't, I don't expect this show to get the following that it did this year, just this, this year in a whole, uh, as a whole, in a whole, that doesn't make sense. Um, This year as a whole, but I'm like really proud of my work, which is something that I don't usually say, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm really proud of the stuff that I've been able to accomplish with the show and just stuff that I've been able to do outside of recording podcasts in my office at my mom's house because I live at home and go to school. <laughs> but I'm really thankful for all the people that listen to the show, um, that support the show that follow me on social media, um, friends and family that listen to the show. It is just awesome to have everyone's support. Uh, I don't, don't want to sound sarcastic or whatever. Like I'm just, I'm, this is me trying to be like all emotional and all that jazz. 
but I really am super thankful for everyone that has been supportive of what I'm doing here at the Women's Sports Matter podcast. I would not be here without anybody's support. I would not have amassed the following that I have gotten so far um, without, you know, people tweeting, uh, retweeting my stuff, liking my stuff, uh, posting on their Instagram stories, commenting on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. It's just the little things that are very helpful. Uh, And I really appreciate so much. I'm very thankful to be able to talk to a lot of great people within the sports world, whether it's athletes, coaches, people that work for sports teams, people like Mickey that are trying to get into the world, the wondrous world of sports. Um, Basically doing what I'm doing is trying to get a head start and trying to create your own thing so you can feel like you belong. I know some journalists and people have imposter syndrome and I've gone through that a lot uh, just trying to figure out you know what my place is in this and it's okay to not have a place in the world of sports especially if you're trying to do something like what I'm doing Uh, the reason I started the show is because I wanted to make a platform for women's sports now it's more of like a I can definitely take this somewhere how can which way do I go How can I make sure that I have a platform uh, and and just talk more about women's sports? I want to be ahead, uh, which is kind of like a weird thing to say, but it's more of like a self, what is it, self-centered? I just, I'm thinking about me for once, which is something that I don't often do. I'm thinking about myself and I want to be in the world of sports. I want to work in sports. I've known this for a long time. What I want to do exactly, I don't know. I feel like this is a great way to do it. Although it probably isn't a great way to do it if I'm swearing all the time. But it's okay because I'm Irish. So you can't judge me. Irish people like to swear. Okay? No judging. No judging over here. I don't even know if Irish people swear a lot. I mean, there's this one YouTuber that I watch that swears a lot, but that's that's not important right now. Um, I say the word ums a lot, uh, so, uh, I'm thankful for that, and I'm thankful for the power of editing, which I will not do for today's episode, because I don't want to, I'm very lazy sometimes, I'm thankful, I'm thankful for the United Soccer Coaches for inviting me to their convention this year in Kansas City, which is from January 19th to January 23rd in 2022. This convention has not been held in Kansas City for 10 years. It is their first one back since the the pandemic started. And I am very excited for this one. I've only been invited to one thing as media. And so to be able to invited back or not invited back, to be invited to something else that's actually pertaining to soccer and and to sports is incredible. I'm very thankful for the opportunity. I want to thank Brandon over at the United Soccer Coaches for inviting me to be on Podcast Row again, January 19th to January 23rd. I will be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So if you're going there and you listen to this episode, or if you're watching this episode, 
uh, because YouTube is now a thing that I'm trying to utilize again. Um, come over and say hi. We can talk about women's sports, soccer. Hopefully you'll catch me the day I'm wearing my Chelsea jersey. But yeah, I, I'm super excited. I am trying to make merch, which is something that hopefully people can buy because I'm a broke college student and I'm going to be using a lot of money to make all this stuff. So if you want to help me out, let me know. It's going to be really expensive. So I have to have stuff at my booth. I'm going to be hopefully making cookies with the logo, podcast logo on it. I have some concepts of, you know, merch ideas that I want to do. So I will hopefully be bringing some stuff there. I kind of want to get pens, make my own pens and possibly coasters, you know, just basic menial stuff that people can take. Although I don't know how much stuff I'll be able to purchase because it is freaking expensive. It is so expensive. I have my, I have my book over here, which is a university of Wisconsin journal, which is a school that I'm not even applying to anymore because I, I can't risk not getting into their journalism program because they're not a direct admit school. I have a lot of great ideas for merch, which includes stickers, buttons, possibly can coolers, but I don't know. That's kind of, that's the most expensive thing on here. Uh, mostly coasters and pencils, making my own stickers, trying to see what I can do with that. Um, but there's a lot of great stuff that I'll be able to go to. And I'm thinking about like vlogging, which... If you know me personally, there's a very specific vlog that I would like to reference right now, and that is my trip to France and Belgium. I vlogged on my personal Google account, so it won't be very hard to find this, but I vlogged my trip to Paris, and um, it's mostly Paris, but there's a little bit of Belgium in there, and I was just, you know, hanging out with my friends and vlogging my time in Europe, but I'm thinking about doing the same thing for the show and possibly going on Facebook live or YouTube live to record one of my shows or to just talk to people that are at the convention. So I need to start learning how to do all this stuff. And I need to see if people are actually interested in watching stuff that I'm putting out there. And buying stuff that I'm putting out there. Um, In terms of social media interaction recently, when I polled people if they wanted to buy shirts, it was mostly just like my Twitter friends. So I I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I, I have a lot of great ideas for the show. And yeah, but I, I have a lot of great concepts for shirts just, you know, logos on there, simple stuff that I don't want to give away in case someone steals it. Awesome. But I'm excited. If you're going, let me know on Twitter. You can tweet me. Yeah. Tweet me. Time to wrap up today's episode. Wasn't this one fun? Very, 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 very happy that I got to talk to my friend Michaela about, you know, everything that's happening. 
And please go subscribe and listen to Making Mics Up. It's a good show. I'm a huge fan. I love her episode when she talked to the queen herself, Ari Chambers, uh, who started Highlight Her and just does so much for women's sports. That's going to be it for today's episode. Time to have my awesome spiel. It's great. It's fantastic. It's my least favorite part of today's, of not today's show, of every show. Okay. If you want to follow me on social media, guess what? You can. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Twitter and Facebook, you can follow me at WSM Podcast. And on Instagram, you can follow me at Women's Sports Matter. I have a YouTube channel. It's called the Women's Sports Matter Podcast. We are nine subscribers strong. So please go subscribe to my YouTube channel because I am uploading all of my episodes to YouTube this week. It is something that I've been waiting to do because I'm on Thanksgiving break. I'm on Thanksgiving break this week. So I have time to do this stuff. I don't have any assignments. So, yeah, I get to focus on college apps and this podcast. What a pain in my side. Um, no, I love this show, and I, I'm, I'm a little disappointed I can't go on break, but I'm really happy that I get to keep recording shows, you know, to promote the United Soccer Coaches Convention and just to talk more because I'm sure everyone wants to hear me be annoying for 45 minutes or more. Um, if you haven't been vaccinated, you need to go get vaccinated. I feel like it's plain and simple. You know, if you don't want to wear a mask, go get vaccinated because the more people that get vaccinated, the quicker we can unmask and go back to living our regular lives. Isn't that so awesome? Awesome. So, There's a link down below. It's called vaccines.gov. Click that link. It'll take you to a page to find the nearest vaccination site near you. Type in your address. It's simple. It takes about two seconds. All you got to do is put your address in, click the search button, and it'll show you what is closest to you. It could be a Walgreens. It could be a Walmart. It could be a Jewel Osco. It could be a Meyer. It could be your local grocery store could be you know your nearest like Rite Aid or CVS I don't know what people have um there's no Rite Aids in Illinois so yeah um just do that find the nearest place near you set up an appointment or just go to your doctor and get the shot I'm sure they have them available and this isn't just for people that are first timers you're looking to get your booster shot. This also works for you. I personally will be getting my booster shot in January. So I'll be using this website or I'll just go to my doctor and get that done. But yeah, yeah. Uh, There's also register to vote. That's a thing that you can do if you're 18 or going to be 18 by November or whenever the next election date is for you. If you're going to be 18 by the time there's an election near you, you can go register to vote. 
please go vote. It's important. Okay? It's important. What else is there? Uh, players first, if you have not uh, heard about the NWSL Players Association and what they do, links for that will be in the description. You can buy a No More Side Hustles t-shirt, learn more about what the Players Association does. And I'm also going to include links down below for the Black Player Women's Collective, which is basically, you know, it explains itself. It's the Black Players of the NWSL. Okay, that was super weird because I just got cut off. I was recording on Zoom because I thought it would be easier for me. And um, I was talking about the Black, uh, what is it? The Black Players Women's Collective, uh, a link to donate down below. Okay, everybody? Okay. Go donate. Goes to a great cause. Support NWSL players. Okay. Yeah, that is basically what I wanted to say to end the show, but I had to be rudely interrupted because my Wi-Fi just wants to stop working for some reason. I hope you like my comeback to YouTube. This is going to be the first, you know, video that I've done since, I don't know. It's kind of weird because most of my clips, unless they're interviews, will be like, they're going to be audio clips, but yeah i'm really excited to do this so it'll help the podcast grow a lot i'm very excited for it so yeah i hope you enjoyed today's episode of the women's sports matter podcast my name is gianna Belcastro, and i am your host i hope to see you at united soccer coaches convention in kansas city january 19th to the 23rd and don't worry I will keep reminding you after every episode, okay? Because I'm supposed to. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much for listening slash watching. And I'm going to go do some homework because I have homework during break. I'm going to go watch a movie. And, yeah. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. So, that's all I got to say. That's all, folks. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.